Does work-life balance really exist? How do you even create a balance when everything is demanding your attention at the same time? How do you deal with the guilt and stress of divided attention between being a working mom and everything else? In this episode, I will be sharing what has worked for me, and I definitely want to hear your thoughts as well. Let's get into it. This is episode six, Does Work-Life Balance Really Exist? Welcome to The Mom Closet, a podcast where you get to experience freedom, the freedom to be a mom and more. Each week, we'll cover topics on self-care, personal development, spirituality, and everything in between to ensure you be, do, and have all that God has designed for you. I am your host, Naomi Osemedwa. Hey, gorgeous. Welcome to today's episode. This is Right Down My Alley. As a mom who also has a day job, (laughs) well, yes, I do work for myself, but I know that this is as good as it gets. And I am excited doing this because a lot of moms like me struggle with this. How do I find the balance with raising my children and building an empire? How do I find the balance with being present with my children and also being able to make a difference in the world? I mean, my motto is to help you show up in all of your fullness, go from the backstage to the center stage. I tell you consistently to go and sparkle your world. And you might be saying, Naomi, you got to help me here. How do I go and sparkle my world while being a mom? How do I find the balance? So this is why we're here today. And, um, I really want to share six things that have worked for me so far, and I will keep updating the list. I mean, there's a lot more, but these are about the foundational things that I do consistently to keep me in that place of integration. Yes, I was attending a conference a couple of years ago, and I heard a very phenomenal speaker share this, and she shared how she doesn't believe the word balance exists. Rather, she says work-life integration because she has figured ways of integrating being a mom and being an executive, and she's such a high-profile you know, lady in her industry. And she shared with us a very practical thing that I had no idea was even possible. And that was the fact that with her children's school, she had arranged for Monday to Friday boarding facilities. And so Monday to Friday, the children will be in the school's boarding facility and every weekend they will be home with her. And so this worked for her uh, because she understood the dynamics around her work and everything else in between. And she wanted to be present. And so for her, weekends was non-negotiable. It was time to just soak everything in with her children, find out how the week went, share some of her, her own experiences. And of course, by Monday, they're off to school again uh, in the boarding facility. And so she figured out what worked for her. And you need to understand that you have a choice. 
There is no comparing yourself with every other mom. Even the moms you think are crushing it and have it all figured out. Underneath are systems and processes and structures that you don't see. And so, if you're ready, let's just get straight into it because I'm excited to share these six things with you. Number one, ask God for help. I'm all about the God life because I do understand that I am not here by myself. And these children that I have did not just come to me without God. I consider myself a steward. And if he has given me the responsibility of being a mother and having children, then I am taking every help that comes with that. And we must be confident in approaching God as our father. Because the Bible clearly tells us he's an ever-present help in the time of need. When Jesus was leaving, he said, my spirit, I leave with you. He's a comforter. He's a teacher. He's a helper. He's an intercessor. And so we need to realize that God's spirit is freedom. Talk about experiencing freedom. Why do you really want to do this all by yourself when help is available? Now, it's one thing to know that there is help. It's another thing for you to tap into that help. And so my number one thing that helps me, no, I was going to say balance, integrate being a mom and being this sparkle queen spreading her sparkle effect across the world is just being able to ask God for help. All right, let's move. Number two. Create moments for yourself. I am so big on this. I am so big on self-care. If you haven't listened to the episode on self-care is not selfish, please do me a favor. Do all of us a favor. Do your employer, do your employees, do your partner, do your children, do your family a big favor today and please go listen after this because I really talk about the difference between self-care and selfish because when we take the time to care for ourselves it enables us to fill our cup so that we can serve others selfishness focuses on you and nobody else taking care of you so that you can serve from a place of fullness it's phenomenal. It's a game changer. A refreshing break will help you recharge while taking care of your personal needs. And you've got needs, mom. You've got needs. All of this putting your needs aside so that you can be there for everyone else is going to cause you to burn out. It's going to cause you to be cranky. You can't be an effective mom, you can't be an effective CEO, you can't be an effective employee when you are constantly depleted, when you are losing steam, when you are cranky. So take the time to create moments for yourself. Sneak those moments in. In the self-care is not selfish episode, I talk about even going on errands for my kids, but sneaking five minutes to just stop the car in the middle of the road where I know is safe, and just lick ice cream. <laughs> I bet you didn't see that coming. Yes, just five minutes. Create 
moments for yourself. Eat well, get enough rest, walk, do some exercise, dance, go swimming. I don't know what it is for you. And if you're not even clear on what you enjoy doing and what you love doing and what just makes you happy and what fills your cup, that is a good place to start. And a great place to really find out is to go back to before you became a mom. What were the things that you looked forward to? What did you enjoy doing? And why did you think you needed to give all of that away now now that you're a mom? How did we get here? We need to normalize this. And so I'm going to keep stressing it. You cannot serve from an empty cup. So fill yourself up, mom. Fill yourself up. Let's move. The third point is understand that seasons change. I remember when I got pregnant for my daughter Sparkle in 2016. I can't even lie. The first month I struggled I was actually upset. God have mercy on me. So one of the things I was doing in that period was working out. Samuel was already, you know, he was one plus. And I was like, I'm going to get my buddy back. I was hitting the gym. I was dancing. I was swimming. I loved how I look. And, you know, the business was picking up, the brand was picking up. At this point, I was already monetizing all that I was learning on the Periscope app. And then I found out I was pregnant. I was like, what? This is going to slow me down. Lord, how could this happen? I wasn't even sure why I conceived that girl because we moved houses. I just realized at the end of the month, my period was a no-show. And yep, I was pregnant. What was I going to do? Now, this was the most interesting pregnancy. And I've shared this already on the episode about my journey to being a mom. Sparkle's birth was filled with all sorts of complications that were strange to me. I remember in one of the months where I was bleeding. Like I would bleed out from my sleep. I would wake up and I would be in a pool of blood. And when we got to the hospital, I think this was the second or third time, the doctors insisted that I needed to be on bed rest. And at this point, I knew I just could not take on anything else. I needed to be okay. And I needed to be sure that my daughter was okay. And so I made one of the toughest decisions ever. I shot out for about three months. I believe it it was May, I made the announcement and I just said I needed to go off to take care of me. And this was me understanding that I was in a very unique season. And that season demanded that I take care of me and I stay healthy. There was no point trying to be the sparkle queen because if anything had happened to me and that child, then there would be no sparkle queen. There would be no sparkle effect to spread anywhere. And so I shot out May, June, July, and I came back online on the 1st of August, 2017. I can't forget. And you will not even believe the doors that opened. Within a month, I got invited to speak in the US. In another two months, I got invited to speak in Zambia. And in November into the first week of December, I flew with that same girl of mine to Zambia 
Sparkle was five months old. Her first trip was international. The very girl I thought was going to slow me down. The very girl I was upset about, you know, conceiving her. And, and to talk about that, I quickly repented because I knew it was a blessing from God. And can you imagine that she was the only daughter that I prayed for? The only daughter, like I had three sons and I, I desired a girl, but it, I was okay with being a, a mom of boys. But, you know, when she came, imagine the very thing I had prayed for. I was literally upset that it had come to me. Lord have mercy, my goodness. But I quickly repented, you know, at the end of that first month and I received the blessing, the gift from God. I really welcomed her. And that trip to Zambia was spectacular. In February of 2018, she was nine months. We flew to Dubai. I got invited to speak at a very big event on the International Women's Day. And I flew with Sparkle to Dubai. She was nine months old. And at 11, 11 months, I got invited to speak in Nairobi. Now, how I took care of her on those trips, my goodness. I, like, God is just great. The trip to Zambia was the most difficult because I was expressing breast milk. Now, my babies don't take bottles for some reason, and so they suck direct. And Zambia was filled with media interviews, radio, television, speaking engagements, back to back. And I would just pray and commit her to God. A lot of the times, Sparkle would be sleeping while I'm on air, and she would wake up and she would just start playing until I was done. I do remember there was one of the trainings where she needed to feed. She woke up and she needed to feed. And guess what I did? I took a break in the middle of the class. I said, can we go on a break? I have to feed my daughter. And I did it. I did it. I, 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 I kept worry far because she was five months. I remember on my return trip back, there was a mother who was also flying for the first time with her son. She was schooling in South Africa and she had had him and she was bringing him back home to meet the rest of her family. And she was like, just telling me how scared she was, if he was going to be okay and all the, all the things she packed. I looked at her baby bag, I looked at my baby bag and I was like, Naomi, you were not even ready. But you know, God just really just, God honored my faith. He honored my faith in just believing that we were going to be fine. Even the girl that was meant to take care of Sparkle, because I told them I was coming with my daughter and they said, okay, they would have someone ready. She had a family emergency before we arrived in Zambia and she had to travel. And so a guy was assigned to me. Imagine a guy having to hold a five-month-old baby. And Mark was so amazing. Like, Sparkle was so calm. Every time I was, you know, working behind the scenes on the stage, Sparkle and Mark were just besties. And I was truly, truly grateful. Seasons change. In that season where I needed to shut down, I shut down. When I needed to show up, I showed up. And honestly, I just have not slowed down since 
having that understanding that when I need to be quiet, I can enjoy that season. When I need to show up in all my fullness, I can enjoy that season. I'm here to tell you today that you do have a choice. You have a choice. Stop thinking that you have to follow someone else's calendar or follow someone else's um, pattern when their dynamics are different from yours. Okay? Number four, let go of the guilt. You may not be able to attend every event. You may miss a few PTAs. You may not be there to tuck them in at night. Stop the feeling of guilt. It will only cripple you further. In 2019, I flew seven times internationally. Believe me, I missed a lot of stuff. But did I allow the guilt keep me down? Absolutely not. Because for every time I show up, I understand that there's something really powerful I'm doing. And that is, I want my children to never have to look too far when they are searching for a role model. They never have to look too far because right in their home, they can see parents who are leaving their dreams, not leaving in a place of unfulfillment and misery and sorrow because of fear or anxiety or the need for balance that I don't even think exists. And I would always find my way back to making up for the times I'm away. And this is me and this is my understanding. But I will never get to a place where I will let guilt, the guilt of not being present at certain events, take away the, the greater good that I am serving my children when I show up in the world. Again, this is my journey. And if you feel you don't need to do both at the same time, that's fine. But this episode is really for moms who need to work, who own their businesses, and they just need the help in knowing how to integrate it all. So I hope this is serving you. Be sure to let me know. Follow us on Instagram and drop your comments in there. You know, tag us on your Insta stories, tag us on Facebook, tag us on Twitter. It will be great to know how these episodes are serving you. All right. The fifth point is get help. See that superhero cloak that is already worn out and torn? It's time to take it off, mom. It's time to take it off. There's nothing wrong with getting help. We need to normalize getting help without feeling weak. You're not weak when you get help. It's a sign of strength to ask for help. I'll say that again. And this is, it's a, it's a tweet moment. It's a great sign of strength to ask for help. If you need to get a nanny, a driver, a cleaner, a cook, I don't know, anyone who you know can relieve the load that you carry. Sometimes you may even need to ask your spouse to say, can you help me? Can you help me do the homework while I prepare dinner? Or can you help me take the kids out while I sort something, something else? Ask for help. But let me, you know, quickly share this word of caution. Don't be careless with it. There is so much happening in our world. The last thing you want to do is expose your kids to someone who is supposed to be helping and then they become harmed in the process. So wisdom is profitable for direction. Be sure and be certain and create boundaries and checks 
so you don't give your children access to someone all in the name of help and they end up harming them so just a, a bit of caution there when you are getting help the final point i'm going to share with you is plan failure to plan is planning to fail have a plan if you have a journal you can write in put down your plans in there plan your day plan your week plan your month plan there are lots of apps you can also use if you are more into the digital world planning you know planning in digital space i love growth day it allows me journal it allows me put a lot of things in place i absolutely also love clickup and i'm going to share some of the links in the description so be sure to check them out these are apps that are helping me put some structure into all the work that i do so i'm not all over the place so I'm just going to run through this again. Today we've been talking about does work-life balance exist? I believe in work-life integration. Top on the list for me is asking God first for help. Making sure you create moments for yourself because we want you to serve in all of your fullness. Understanding that seasons change. I love the scripture about the men of Issachar. The men of Issachar were men who understood times and seasons. You need to understand your time and your season. Enough of looking at someone else and thinking, oh, they've gone far. You are not on the same roadmap with them. Understand your time, understand your season. And bask in each season. Don't be quick to get out of one season to the next. Because sometimes when it's planting season for you, it could be harvest, harvest season for another mom, and that is okay. When it is sowing season for, for another mom, it could be harvest for you. Understand your times, understand your season. Let go of the guilt. Let it go. Get help. I can't stress this enough. Get all the help you need. It is a sign of strength, not weakness, when you ask for help. And finally, plan. Have a plan. If you're not sure where you're going, any road will take you there. Have a plan for your life. My goodness, I had so much fun sharing from my heart to yours. I was going to say tonight. <laughs> I had so much fun sharing today with you and don't forget to leave your comments. I want to hear from you and if you've got your strategies that have helped you on your journey in being a mom and building an empire and just making a difference in the world, share it with us. We want to learn from you, mom. Share it with us. All right, that's it. Go and sparkle your world. Thank you for joining me today on The Mom Closet. Make sure to visit the website naomiosamedua.com where you can subscribe to the show on iTunes and everywhere else so you'll never miss a show. We're social and it will be exciting to connect with you on social media at The Mom Closet. One more thing, your feedback is what I consider chicken soup for my soul. Don't forget to share your comments, leave us a review, 
And of course, get your tribe connected. We want to continue bringing you amazing episodes. Thank you for listening. And I look forward to connecting with you on the next show. Go sparkle your world.